This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital broadcasting from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. I am your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting some kind of love and hugs this morning. <laughs> oh, he's so sweet. Uh, also co-hosting, Suzanne Pierce from DAC Vitamins and Minerals. And joining us now, we have polo player extraordinaire, David Manuel. Welcome, David. Thank you. Yes, uh, it's nice to be back on the show. It is lovely to have you back on the show. I really want to turn Jumper around. Yes. So, you can, so you can see his famous face. <laughs> Mwah. Yeah, he's, he's so cute. Very nice. <laughs> he's lovely. He's sweet. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> David, few sports are as uh, widely recognized and fundamentally misunderstood right. than polo. Even people who've been around horses their entire lives don't really know anything about polo in many cases unless they play or watch. Um, it really wasn't even a big blip on the radar until about the 30s. And now it's super popular and everybody loves it, but people want to understand it a little bit more. Right. So can you just give the basics of the game for people to start with? Okay, um, well, first of all, it's, it's the size of the field that just blows people away, especially the spectators, because it's on nine acres. It's something like 12 uh, soccer fields. It's <laughs> ginormous. That's and, ginormous. And, and there's a, a team of four people, four players on horses, and you play a period, which is called a chucker. Seven minutes, right? Seven minutes, right. And then you come in and do your kind of, I call it when I'm announcing, your NASCAR of polo, where you come in and you change horses. So you take your horse that's uh, now tired and breathing heavily after running around for seven minutes because there's a lot of running fast, stopping, and, and the horse has got to get down and come around. So there's so much, you know, you've got your speed, agility, your dressage because they've got to be, you know, feel the leg and get, get around. Um, so there's so much incorporated with a polo pony and they, we actually say there's some of the best, most athletic of all equine. The polo pony is the most oh, athletic. Oh, for sure. I mean, and, and sometimes they'll play them twice so you can play them for seven minutes, give them a break, give them some water, hose them down and then go back out and play them again. But uh, usually you have one horse per period, you play four periods, uh, especially when you're getting started and um, you have a little bit of a half time, take a break. Uh, drink something nice, cool, and refreshing. <laughs> usually, usually, the beer comes at the end. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it's uh, basically a anybody can do it. You, there's so many people that have transferred. I mean, I, I know a lady that uh, used to do dressage in Texas, and now she has her own polo team. She travels all over the country. Uh, Beal, her name's uh, Kelly Beal, and um, yeah, she's just she she loves the dressage. But she just wanted something more. And that's what polo is. It's, it's the adrenaline. I mean, if you're an adrenaline junkie, <laughs> polo <laughs> is, it'll blow it's you intense. away. You can use your horse to bump somebody else. As long as you're shoulder to shoulder, you can use your horse to push somebody else out of the way. And then you've got your mallet, OK? You can use your mallet to hook somebody. He, he's going to go hit the ball. Well, you can sneak up behind him. He doesn't even know it and <laughs> hook him so he can't even hit the ball. So it's kind of sneaky and, and aggressive. Um, but there's a lot of frustrations out yes, having a bad there's a lot good rules though and wills have an umpire uh, or two in a match um, but basically for a spectator uh, you can sit out there with your dog your kids your wife your ex uh, you know <laughs> and, and just, just have just have a great time uh, you, uh, there's no other sport where you can have every, you know bring your own tailgate your own picnic 
you can dress up, dress down, whatever you want. And, and it's just a fun day. Yeah. People, it was always looked upon as it was very kind of snooty. It's not like that. We are the most down to earth because we say, work you're one late. of the sports where you don't get judged by yeah, your yes. by your appearance, where you can actually just go and right whatever, right? Be I work. I worked for a lord back in Scotland. He used to be in his jeans and and his old Wellington boots. You didn't know he was one of the richest guys in Scotland, <laughs> but he he was just so down to earth, and he would talk to anybody. He was just the nicest guy. I went to a couple of polo polo matches. One was down in the villages, right, and then one was down at. Um, BG Polo down yes. in Vero, right? Uh, Vero Beach, Vero, yes. Yeah. And um, I forget, uh, he's the actor, John. John Walsh? Yes, he well, was there. He's and not right the actor, but he's well, he's been he's, on TV a lot. Right. Yes. But he You was, like that though. He was <laughs> he was wonderful. I mean he came over to us, he was very personable. Everybody there was very personable and it was like it was intense and they had the kids and I thought it was the greatest thing watching the kids play polo because it was like, well, there's your future. Kids are the future of any discipline. Yeah, and you see but it was, it was amazing to see, you know, these upper level riders and, and yeah. people teaching these kids. And, and it was great. It was, I mean, it was exciting. You, you know, one of the most important things is you've got to get up in the morning and you've got to take care of your horses. Yes. You've got to feed them. Now, if you've got kids, they've got to do that before they go to school. What does that teach them? It teaches them, you know, to take care of something and yeah. own it. Yeah. And that is so important. In this day and age, the kids are getting such a, a hard time for not taking care of and not taking responsibility. But you got to, then when you come back, you're going to catch them and groom them and go ride them and keep, keep them yeah. in shape. Yeah. And it is ju it's such a fun thing, too. The horses love it. They know what they're doing. And yeah. they go out there, and uh, when they're playing polo, they love taking somebody out because they, they kind of want to guard you so you can get the ball, okay? <laughs> and they know exactly what they're doing. They know they're, what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And, but they're so calm and cool. You, you need to, like, people say the racehorses are, are scatty and crazy. We take, I mean, I, I do the, th uh, mm -hmm. the Run for the Roses and everything else, and some announcing and I host uh, when they do the, the makeover at the horse park. Um, polo is part of it because we get horses from the racetrack. They're the they've great, been, aren't they? They've been so well trained. Oh. They've, they're used to pony. They are awesome. They're going to fast, rating and changing leads and everything else. And so we take a lot of thoroughbreds, some, you know, uh, appendix or quarter horses mm -hmm. as well, or the Argentine Criollo. But the thoroughbred is the main horse that's used for polo. Wow. Yeah. And they're great. OTTBs oh, yeah. are great yeah. for polo. Yes, I, they love it. I remember when I was younger, I used to work for, when I, up in Massachusetts, and I used to work for a guy who was, I used to exercise his polo ponies, and it was like, it was so intense. You'd be ponying four of them off of one. Yes. And I mean, you go. Those things are fit. Yes. I mean, they, they have are. to be fit to do that job. They're, an, I mean, an intense athlete. But the rider has to be an athlete, too, because it's... Yes. It's a lot of, in that short amount of time. Right. And that's so. what, I mean, today I, I wanted to come up and, you know, let people know that it's, uh, come to the horse park. We play um, Thursday evenings at 6 o'clock, uh, the oh. Florida horse park, and then we play Saturday and Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. You can get hold of me uh, through Ocala Polo Association on Facebook. And there's another guy uh, called Victor. I'll give you his number in a minute. And he, uh, through BG Polo. Yeah, I was going to say, yes. yes, I've spoken uh, with him. He's and very he nice. And he can provide horses to rent. Um, super really? nice guy. Now that's good. Yes, exactly. Now and I want to play. We do these play. wonderful picnics. Um, we, we, um, people bring food and 
I we want cook to up learn afterwards, to play. And, and anybody's Let's welcome. Let's do that. Just, Let's do it. Yeah, you should come and ta tailgate and come and do a Saturday morning. Um, you'll you'll love it, and I, I hear you can sometimes you can do a live broadcast yes, as well. Yes, we can. And at the horse park, I mean it, things are really taking off. They're about to put a road in. Uh, the barns That's are all right. built. They are putting that um, new road the in. The horse park is going to be busy every weekend. It's, it's going to be. I mean, I know you got the uh, the World Equestrian Centre, which is fine, right. but you can't forget about the horse park. No, it's connected you can't. to the Greenway. Yes. And everybody can go ride on the Greenway, and yeah. you get your cyclists and everything else. And it's 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 a place, and it doesn't cost you anything. No. To go to the Lovely. Greenway, I mean, how about that? It doesn't cost you Access a thing. to thousands of miles of beautiful trails. Yes. But it costs like, you nothing. I didn't That's even know cool that, they, that? that you guys did the polo down there. Maybe it needs to be out more. Yeah. That well, right. that's what we're doing this morning. Exactly. We're going to yeah. let them know they can come and see Jumper. Jumper, he, he's right there. He, he likes to jump over the he's fence right and run after the cyclists, which is uh, very frowned upon. So I have to put, keep him on a leash. He's, he's loving all this love this morning. Yes. He's like, I said, what do you think of the horse talk show? And he said, a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's what he said. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. How cute, isn't he? I love him. So I'm going to read off a couple of things about right. Polo. Right. And then I want you to comment. So this is some specifics about what people love about polo. You don't have to be very good at it to enjoy it, and you'll enjoy it at every stage. No one judges you on your appearance. 50% of the people who play win. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is, these are great questions. When you lose, you know exactly why you lost. <laughs> That's a good one in horse riding. <laughs> yeah. The scoreboard will tell you, and it's likely you'll have just as much fun losing as you did winning. Yeah, that, that's very true. I, I've, I've, Hold I've, on, one more. You can play polo while you learn polo. The fun never stops. The only difference between a new player and a pro is the pro can consistently hit farther longer and with more accuracy than a new player. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. And, and actually, if you don't know how to ride, we give riding lessons um, and everything else. The horses that we use are the older ones um, that you know, have been around the block many times. But it, riding is good. So if you already know how to ride, you're 50% there. Then you've got your, your mallet and you've got a little ball. And it's, it's, not, it's not big. It's like the size of a cricket ball. Um, so the hard part is trying to hit the hit ball. That. So you've <laughs> got to master your riding first. So it helps to know how to ride before you get into pole. But like I said, we've got barrel racers that play, um, jumpers, uh, you know, people that, you know, jockeys. I was out there a couple weekends ago and I met this guy, he was doing the eventing. And I was just riding around saying hello to some people in between chuckers, as you do. And then I, this young kid, he goes, what, 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 how can I get in tonight? He said, I'll see you here uh, next Saturday at uh, 10 o'clock. He goes, okay, I'll be there. And you know, next thing you know, you got him on a horse, and uh, he already knows how to ride. He's swinging that mallet, hitting the ball around. We we really want That'd people to come fun. come play. And like I said, it's it's inexpensive. It's not not that expensive. Um, how do you handle needing to have more than one horse? Does everybody have to have several horses? Well, because you, you can't don't ride the same one every seven minutes, right? Uh, no. no. So. Let's say you can start off with two horses, um, you know, and, and play four chuckers, and you double up yep. on them because you're not going that hard and that fast. Right now, we've got beginners out there. I'm training my new uh, string of horses. I'm making green horses. So, and then you've got the pros. They're they're coaching the the beginners. So we're going really slow. We're not into tournament phase right now. Um, the tournament phase will come this winter when everybody starts coming down. And then you've got the villages. You've got Lord Lau at the Oxford Polo Club. You've got Polo at the horse park. And then you start going further south. You've got 
Sarah Soda Polo Club. I'll be announcing there every Sunday. Um, it's just been bought out by James Miller. He has a club up there in, in uh, Kentucky and Lexington. And then you go over to Vero Beach, you've got polo there. And then you start going further south, all the way to Wellington. And Wellington's where all the high goalers are. Tommy Lee Jones with, Sa with Sam Saber and his wife Dawn. Oh, and do they play? Yes, I met Tommy oh, Lee. I love Super Tommy nice Lee. guy, he's very so approachable. Great. Yeah, he's so good. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Super nice guy. I love him. Um, and it, that's, that's where you, that it gets a little bit that's, more hoity-toity yes. and everything. But still, those people are chill. You know, you can go up, you know, you stomp divots and say, oh, no, there's Tommy. Oh. And he's going to talk to Tommy. <laughs> he's not going to say, go away. He loves that. You know? I did that. I was like, what are we doing? Like stomping divots. Okay, fine. Here we go. Out yeah. there stomping them. I was like, okay, that's people love strutting the stuff. Uh, yeah. Down in Sarasota, when I was announcing there a couple years ago, we got a crowd up to about five thousand people, and you know we'd uh, play some games at halftime. Uh, they would go around, have a champagne yes. divot stomp, yep. and we get people on a on a wooden horse and start hitting the ball just to get people be proactive and get people in, involved in polo because, like I said, it's something you can do, the kids can do, and it's only the only where you can play with professionals, be an amateur, play with professionals, play with women, uh, or kids. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that? You can do it. You can do it all. You can just get it all out of the way in one go. So that I, I now, mean, I is, love it, it. is it as dangerous as it looks? No. I think it can be intimidating to even yes. a horse rider because of that. Right. What about what about that? Can you comment? The danger is just like crossing crossing the road. I mean, you never know if that crazy person's out there and he's going to run you over. I, I mean, uh, you, or you could you could the horse could trip and you could fall off. But so you can do that. You can learn. You, you, you can do you, that going you Learn down the how trail. to fall off <laughs> properly. You put the Eskimo roll in. Um, <laughs> you, you know, if your number's up, your number's up. But really, uh, it's 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 a safe sport. Our rules are fantastic. I mean, they're really down to, I mean, I increment as far as, you, when you go ride somebody off, you've got to be shoulder to shoulder. If you come in behind the saddle, you're going to get the whistle blown at you. I mean, there is rules implied for that, for safety. Safety first. In polo, it's so important, safety first. But it's, it's a fun game. It's aggressive. Um, and yes, it can be intimidating, but you know what? Once you get out on that horse and you start hitting that ball around and, you know, you let the horse go and tears are coming out of your eyes because of the speed, the acceleration, 0 to 35 miles an hour. And, and, and you know you're on a fast horse when it brings tears to your eyes. I don't know if you've been on the track on a racehorse, but uh, that's I have, actually. Yeah. And I, I did. I, I rode one um, a few years ago, and I had never been in an exercise saddle, and I had... I had been on thoroughbreds, but only OTTBs, not one that was in full right. training. And um, so I, you know, I got a leg up, and I went. I remember I rode with Manny, um, and he one of the the exercise riders, and we went out together side by side. And I remember I was told stay with Manny. And I remember I got up on the saddle and was on this big, huge thoroughbred, and I'm like, okay, I got to stay with Manny. So Manny looks over at me and he goes, "Are you ready, baby?" And I said, "Yeah, let's go, Manny." So we go. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stay with Manny. <laughs> you stayed on the horse, right? I did stay on. Well, that's the horse. good. As long as you stayed on, that's the most important. But after the first go around, he didn't stop like my horse stops. <laughs> <laughs> so we went a couple of times. Yeah. But no, I didn't stay with Manny. Actually, I was nowhere near Manny. <laughs> when I got back, it was, what happened to staying with Manny? Um, I know, but that was really fun. Can I do it again? <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. That was, uh, that was my first and, like, I think only, but it was a great experience. David, talk to me about spectators. 
Yes. How? Good. Yeah. How does somebody, if somebody's really interested in polo, maybe they want to try it, or if maybe they want to try, it, they just want to come and enjoy a nice day out. How, how, what is the best thing to do? I mean, do you pack up a picnic and just, um, you know, find a few good places to go and start kind of traveling around watching games? And is uh, it friendly to to people who yes. are new? Yes. Yeah. We. I mean, we love spectators to come. Uh, we love a crowd. Um, you, you, like, and you don't have to dress up. You can just wear your shorts, your flip-flops. Um, there is a zone where you can park on the side of the polo field, just uh, about 10 feet off of the boards. Um, like I said, we're going to be at the horse park this morning, uh, playing at 10 o'clock, and then we're going to cook out afterwards. Um, you can. It, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Now, if we're going to have a match game, and you've you know you've got it, you, the uh, corporations there, and you know drinks everything, then usually there's a gate gate fee. But right now, it doesn't cost anything. So anybody that's watching this today, and you haven't got any plans this morning, come on down to the Florida Horse Park. It's just right off of 475, 500 acres of pristine grass. Beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful there. And uh, the field, Victor, uh, you can come and talk to him. And he, he uh, through BG Polo and Equestrian, he uh, rents out the horses and everything. And um, it's so approachable. We love spectators come, bring a little picnic. I mean, you, there's no concession stands there, so you bring your own libations and everything else. But um, through that, then you can you know, inquire if you want to get into polo. But uh, spectators, we love spectators come and hang out. We love to have a little crowd. Um, on the side of the field, and and we can take thousands of spectators because you know basically you got ten acres. Right. The polo field is like ten acres with the runoff, so you can go down each side of the field, and and actually uh, the last few weekends there's been horse shows on, and you got the eventers parked on one side doing the jumping and everything, and then you got the dressage people parked over there, and that and we're right in the middle of it. How cool is yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, it's it's classic. Then, How um, neat. Yeah, no, it re really is, uh, and you know it, it's nice to try and get some of these other. Riders that are doing the jumping or dressage to come and yeah, play yeah. Well, you pole. know what we love to do is we love to have the people who we can possibly get involved in horses. Period. Right. Just an interest, even yeah. in riding, of course, taking lessons, but also just getting the disciplines to to switch to, yeah. to yeah. mix a little bit because that's one of the hardest things to do is to get you know. Uh, eventers are a little different because they already kind of have three different, oh, yeah. you know, disciplines they're the best that they're already ones to train. doing. They already know. Yeah, they already know. But, but well, you, you know, other people, out. if yeah. they're just a hunter or they're just a western rider or they're just a this, then they just stay really in their world. Yeah. So it's great if there's a sport that everybody's welcome, come down and, you know, and watch. And, and it's exciting. And all you've got to do is just bring your a hard hat and have your riding boots. We'll provide a horse. Um, all the equipment, the mallet, the ball, and the field. So you just turn up like a rock star with your helmet <laughs> and your boots. That's it. I'll have to get a, I'll have to get a helmet and then we'll be all set. Yeah. I've got my 1K. I might look like a dork because it's not a polo. <laughs> I've got a guy driving up from uh, St. Pete's right now. He's a doctor. His name's Waddy. And he plays a little bit down there in, in Sarasota in the wintertime. But he's got this fix now, and he's got to play. So I just got off the phone with him, and he's, I'm on my way. I'm coming right now. GPS says I'm going to be there at 9.45. I go, okay, I'll be there a little bit before you. But he, you know, he watches it all the time on TV, and he can't get enough of this. I mean, he, he's completely crazy about Poe. This guy's in surgery. And I think that's all he does is talk, think about Poe. Hopefully, he's doing the right, right thing. He's putting the people back together properly. <laughs> But he, he, he's so <laughs> engrossed in polo, but he just turns up in his Mercedes with his helmet, and that's it, like a rock star. He, you know, he, I've got everything there provided for him. And he goes out there for an hour and a half, plays some polo, and then he drives all the way back to St. Pete. So he's driving two hours to come and have an hour and a half of, of fun, 
and he can't get a, he can't get enough of it. Absolutely, has a great time. Um, he goes to sleep thinking about polo. So I think he actually wants to be a pro instead of being a doctor. But he, <laughs> now, let me you make you, any since money. You said that that was going to be my question. Yes. When you're competing like that, are you competing for money? Obviously, you have there has to be some type of reward. Uh, yeah, usually we call it the golden handshake. You, you might get a polo mallet or, or a saddle, you know, the higher stuff, but uh, usually we just play, play for fun. Oh. Um, I mean, in the, the, the more recognized, when it's higher level polo, then you do get prizes. And they've tried to bring in some cash prizes, but I'll be honest with you, if you get eight polo players out there playing for $100,000, and uh, then you, it, it's going to be mayhem. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's already a little bit crazy out there. Yeah. But then you throw money into the mix. Yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, you won't imagine those basketball players. That all they've got, they're making a lot of money, but all they've got is a ball, right? A big ball on a little court. They, they're not there jousting around with a mallet <laughs> with a weapon on a, ho or, you know, on a thousand pound animal. I would and be there's dollar signs floating around. <laughs> I'd be it's disqualified because I'd probably hit somebody over the head with the mallet. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm going to take Sorry, this Sorry, I don't out. know what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> Use your no, horse as a battering ram. You know, me my, I mean, give me my 100K. That's true. That's give me true. my 100K. So we, we try, I mean, we do have some games with the pros where there is money involved. But in the lower level, Polo, if we started throwing money out there, it, it, would, be, yeah. it would be mayhem. So it's, it's for fun. Yes. So that's, it, that's great. That's a great sport it, for people to do for fun right you know and right. for people to be involved because typically everybody wants to go after the money yeah you know but to have that many people involved in a sport um, involving horseback and it's awesome right folks we're at the end of this segment that flew by so fast but you make sure you get down to the Florida horse park today if you're in or around even close by even a couple of hours drive it's worth to come down uh, get down to the horse park and check out polo and uh, bring yourself a a wine of some beer and have a good time. Just relax and watch yeah. horses and, yeah, and we, people having a good time. We'd love to see you, David and Jumper. Come and find us. Come and see Jumper, yes. Yeah. Jumper is, Jumper like, is now the sleeping. official horse yes. talk show dog. He would like to come in every Saturday. Oh, and yeah. he says, we'll see you back in a few minutes. Hi guys, this is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and let me know what you thought. Now please go out there and share the podcast.